Scott, from what I understand, researching EVs is a big part of what your team does at IL. Explain to us firstly where your focus is. Well, we really cover innovation and R&D inside all kinds of industries. Automotive is just one, healthcare, financial services, uh, really any kind of business. But as you know, there's just been a huge amount of action, uh, announcements, pledges, promises, new product introductions in the EV space. So we recently took kind of a deep dive into what's happening with EVs globally. Okay, so right now, we've gotten this interesting year-to-date performance where Tesla, the groundbreaker in this industry, has fallen behind General Motors and Ford. Is that trajectory make sense according to your research as the last six months skewed towards some of the legacy automakers? It, you know, I think we are still making our way to the starting line. You know, we've been watching the pace lap for a couple years now, right, whether you're watching product announcements uh, like the GM product announcements earlier this year at the Consumer Electronics Show, where you're watching Elon Musk tweets. This is really all just prelude. I mean, the important number to pay attention to is 2% of car sales this year are gonna be electric vehicles. So most American drivers have heard that electric vehicles exist. Maybe they have owned a plug-in hybrid or hybrid vehicle in the past. Uh, maybe they know someone who owns an EV, but they have not made any kind of decision yet. And I think starting this fall, as you see the rollout of some of the electric pickup trucks, you know, Tesla is going to have the Cybertruck, Ford is going to have the F-150 Lightning, um, possibly Rivian, Lordstown Motors, a few other of the emerging uh, wannabe Tesla companies are going to be coming out with pickup trucks. I think it's going to set the stage for 2022 to really potentially be a tipping point year. Um, but the one thing that we should talk about is where are we going to charge up all these electric vehicles? So do we know right now if the financial uh, infrastructure plan and the uh, stimulus that's coming from DC next is, how far is that gonna get us? Well, I mean, it, it depends, you know, how that bill actually shakes out is gonna, I think, be a really huge either, um, you know, accelerator or break on the EV space. So uh, President Biden has says he wants to add 500,000 EV charging stations to about 100,000 that exist today. Um, I think there's a real concern, and maybe you've seen this among people you know, of if you don't own a Tesla, Tesla has 25,000 of those charging stations, superchargers set up around the world now. Um, they're fairly visible, but if you're not a Tesla driver and you're thinking, gee, I'm gonna buy a Ford, or I'm gonna buy a GM, uh, or I'm gonna buy uh, maybe a Mercedes-Benz or Toyota EV, I think you need to see in a visible, concrete way, oh, I have seen other Toyotas or other Mercedes-Benz uh, charging up. And so the, there's a bit of a chicken and egg issue here of even if you get excited about a new model that's gonna be on sale later this year in 2022, I think you also wanna have that sense of, I know where around town or where near my vacation house or my parents' house, I'm gonna charge up this vehicle. Hmm. So as we get that, it brings it in front of people, they see it with their eyes, it becomes a reality for those who haven't witnessed it firsthand. And for the most part, uh, that I would think kind of starts with outside major cities. Generally, those in more dense areas have been quicker to adopt uh, EVs. Scott, uh, in terms of the uh, players and the leaders, kind of coming back to that main subject, I was uh, really uh, just incredible to hear from the CFO that they're going to have 30 electric vehicles in GM's fleets uh, within the next five years. I mean, 
Are we going to know soon what's going to be the most in demand? Do we know who's going to have the most popular EV? I mean, the Model 3 and Model S right now, Tesla clearly the winner, but are we going to be having a different conversation a year from now? I do think we are. I mean, you know, GM and Ford are really well positioned, right, to have a broad array of choices, right? Not everybody wants their first EV to look like the Cybertruck, you know, the truck that, uh, you know, that came down from outer space. And so I think GM and Ford are really positioned pretty well. Uh, Stellantis, the company that owns Chrysler and Mercedes-Benz and BMW, all are going to roll out more traditional looking uh, EVs. But it's clear that GM, uh, you know, has made a really big bet, as has Ford, on this being a big part of their product lineup. And they're making a bet on consumers wanting that more sort of traditional aesthetic um, when they buy their, their first EV. So when we've got now the competition heating up, Scott, does your research go into how this fits in with market action? Does your team think about that? I mean, just in terms of market cap, right, we can see how some of these market caps have inflated over the last year and a half. Does it seem to you like the value of these companies makes sense where it is right now? Does anybody look out of whack? Well, I mean, yeah, I think what what gets out of whack is when you start look when you start looking at profit margins uh, per EV sold to internal combustion engine cars. I mean, it's very the, these companies like Ford, Chrysler, GM, Toyota have gotten really efficient at making internal combustion engine vehicles over decades and decades. And so. I do think that some of these valuations are going to get adjusted once we realize that, hey, aiming for 30, 40, 50 percent of your sales being EVs, um, those potentially having a different cost uh, to produce uh, and and different margins, I think there could be some adjust adjustments. And obviously, um, you and I and, and many investors have watched a lot of the uh, SPAC IPOs of kind of new EV entrants that really may not have any products on the market, uh, like a Lordstown Motors. Um, and so I do think, you know, there was a profusion of car startups in the early part of the 20th century. We are going to see a profusion of EV startups. Not everybody's going to survive. You know, there's going to be some DeLorean uh, stories here if you're old enough to remember DeLorean. Mm -hmm.